0: I always get asked the same question because sometimes folks get a scarcity mindset when it comes to money. Understandably, if you're running out of money by the 15th, 20th, 25th of every month, the question really comes down to how to create wealth, even with a small salary. And let's talk about that. If you're stuck in the mindset of this is how it's going to always be, then that's going to be true. So the first thing that's necessary, at least in my opinion... Is to be able to get mentors and folks that have been there done that that actually were in your shoes. So Listen, I know things could be tight, right? One of my very good friends. I'd call my best friend Sean Callagy opened up his first law firm He used a credit card. It was a hundred thousand dollars now I'm not gonna say go take your credit card and start buying things But I am gonna say you have to find a way to invest in yourself You want to utilize opportunities to grow your skills and knowledge to increase your earning potential So what does that mean? Well? I think that we go to college, right? We get teachers, we get coaches. If you really understand the entrepreneurial side, so this would be a little bit more outside of what your salary is, it comes down to understanding, and I and I use this term often, uh, how to turn decades into days, how to collapse time, and stand on the shoulders of people that have been there, done that, which really comes down to understanding, okay, who could be a mentor that I could even find on YouTube? And if I don't have money, maybe for the first part of it, I, I find somebody that that I really connect with and I religiously listen to what they're talking about and begin to implement some of those strategies. So in fact, when money does come in, you could then start using that money to now invest in the real estate between your ears. I love saying that because I believe ultimately if you do that and it's congruent and it's tied to like what you really want to accomplish, you're going to find yourself in a position where Things begin to open up in your favor, doors begin to open, and all of a sudden the universe seems to line people up for you to be able to help you achieve what you're looking to achieve. And by the way, um, it's not that they're doing it, the universe is actually, it's always been doing it. It's now that your frequency is tied into it and you're receptive towards certain truths and certain actions that can help you take that next step. Now, as we work through these progressions, number two is save and invest and set aside a portion of your income and invest in assets that will generate passive income. So, you know, we always hear, hey, go buy real estate. And it sounds really good, but I get it. If you're gonna go buy real estate, okay, where do I buy it? What's it gonna cost me? Um, is there a guarantee, which there isn't, um, how do I make sure that I'm making the right decision? Well, that's hard to say. And this is why I always speak about invest in the real estate between your ears, because you want to really be able to understand who to go to, which questions to ask. So when you ultimately make a decision, you're really, you know, you're putting the odds in your favor to make sure that you, when it's all said and done, prosper financially. So stay with me on this. Saving and investing is an important part of achieving financial freedom one of the things that i always talk about is really being able to ultimately save 20 percent of every single check that comes in now if you're putting money to a 401k and you're like rob i can only do seven or ten percent okay great get the match i'm not i'm not fighting that but as you climb the wall of financial salary increase you want to make sure that you're not taking that money and having the undiscipline that you once had when you didn't have enough money in other words if you saved a certain amount and you were making 100 grand, now you're making 150. Continue to stay with that ratio or that portion. Set aside a portion of your income that's going to invest in assets that can not only give you a write-off, right? You know, So if you look at real estate, you get four different rates. You get um, a mortgage interest write-off. You get to depreciate it. I think if it's a commercial property, and I think that um, Airbnb, for example, and I believe if you own a certain percentage of it. You could really kind of do what they call the bonus depreciation because it is short term. And in that bonus depreciation, you have a down payment. Plus, there's other money that you have to put into it, whether it's, you know, renovation or repairs or whatever the case may be that allows you to really, you know, be able to if it's a million dollar property, your down payment is 200 grand and you had to put 50,000 in there to get the furniture in order for the Airbnb, well, that means that 250000 is now a direct write-off against your income. That's a pretty powerful move if you could pull that one off, but it does take the right teachers, the right strategists, and the right coaches to be able to do that. You, know, you also want to be able to build a network of folks that can bring to you proper deals and proper strategies that sit and fit with your core values. If you're someone that doesn't want to buy real estate, well, it doesn't make sense to hear about real estate deals, but if you're somebody that really understands the power of email campaigns and wants to buy email lists or Facebook groups, well, that's a different conversation because you could be able to market to that. And if you could deploy capital in those situations while still earning a rate of return on that money, well, now you're making some powerful steps and good things are gonna to begin to happen. So as we move on, let's talk about number three, and that's number one, minimizing expenses. And within that space, what does that mean? Well, pay off debts and you wanna cut the unnecessary dinners Uh, You want to cut the unnecessary nights out. And these are things that allow you to have more money in your pocket. But I also know how that feels. If someone says, Rob, you can't go out anymore, you ain't got enough money. Well, I may say, okay, let me get another job or let me work overtime. But if you're like, you know what? I could be disciplined enough to really be able to make sure that each and every dollar is accounted for. And I'm really understanding the importance of do I really need to go out? 10 times a month versus five or six because that savings alone can create a little bit more of a cash flow and then the question is as you're beginning to you know save this money or as you're beginning to minimize or reduce your taxes and go on a debt reduction plan and now more money is coming into a savings account where it's increasing the opportunity to do another investment because remember at the top of this video we talked about the importance of investing in the real estate between your ears, which now means you have teachers, mentors, and coaches that are putting you in a position to prosper properly, and now you're liquid enough to take advantage of it. So I think that if you have the mindset of saving 20%, even past the match, and being able to reduce unnecessary expenses, there's probably a spiritual game in there that gives you a little bit more of an understanding of how things works, and it also creates patience. Patience and tolerance, if you add it into contribution and growth with no expectation except appreciation, what'll begin to happen is you'll accelerate faster than you've ever thought. All right, so now you're starting to save money. Your coaches put you in a different mindset. You're now coming to the place where you're no longer the hunter, but you're the hunted. People want to be with you. You have a network of people that, that, that are really liking who you are. And as a result of it, And as you begin to step into some more financial success, here's the key. You want to be able to survive it. How do you survive it? Well, you got to diversify within and amongst asset classes. Have you ever read anything about Ray Dalio? What he talks about is how to be able to control the risk by having 18 different asset classes. I'm not going to name all all 18 of them right now, but when it's all said and done, it's important to understand that, hey, real estate's an asset class. Intellectual property could be an asset class. Your business is an asset class. Um, Your social media channel, if it produces income, is an asset class. Uh, Your investments inside the stock market are an asset class. You know, gold and silver, Bitcoin, all these are asset classes. So if you could diversify within and amongst 18 different asset classes, it may take time to get there. But at least you want to focus on seven, eight, nine, and 10. And if you do that, what you're doing is you're spreading out the risk. And Dalio also said that at some point in any given asset class's lifespan, there's gonna come a time where it goes down fifty to seventy-five percent at some point. So imagine if this was two thousand twenty-one and all your money was in the S and P and you were sixty years old. Well, guess what? If you had two million in there by the end of two thousand twenty-one, that was worth about a million four, a million three, a million two. Challenge there is you're in those retirement years and now you've lost a lot of money and to catch up with it you could possibly be chasing rates of return, which means you're basically running east looking for a sunset. So that's why if you don't chase a rate of return, if you don't try and compound a product but compound your overall wealth wealth, through a system of thinking that requires great patience, tolerance, contribution, and growth, well, guess what's going to happen? You're going to reduce risk. You're going to maximize opportunities. All the unnecessary fees are going to come out of whatever you're doing, and you're surrounding yourself with people that have been there, done that, that you could stand on their shoulders and really be able to to really be able to take advantage of these opportunities. And oh, by the way, as you begin to create this financial success, and now you have proper LLCs, S Corps and C Corps, let's not just have a traditional accountant that's gonna look to get your write-offs that is equivalent to basically a historian picking up the dead bodies on the battlefield. Let's connect with tax strategists that understand the difference of really not only putting money back in your pocket where it belongs, but how to maximize those opportunities to create generational wealth. Because remember, on average, every single business owner is overpaying their taxes by $40,000. Anyway, uh, if you like what you heard today, please add some comments, like, and follow, and share. More importantly, though, if there's any videos you want to be able to do, tell us in the comments section. And last but not least, if you want one of the members here at Epic to sit down, take you through our success process, show you exactly how we go from A through Z and work through the the Epic Financial Freedom app, go ahead and click the link below. Looking forward to hearing from you. It's no obligation. We're here to provide education and share any information you want us to share.